Hey, what's up, you guys? It's your boy DC Sweet Dreams MMA coming to you live from the best day of the week. You know what it is, people. Motivation Monday. Now, let's jump straight into this and talk about all the craziness that's happened during this week and more to come later on this week. Now, first of all, let's talk about Luke Rockhold randomly jumping to light heavyweight. I'm coming to find out that Luke Rockhold is now at light heavyweight going into UFC a two a 39. I didn't even know that he made that jump, you know what I'm saying, up, up weight, so that's what's up. But I'm going to get into the big, big, big deal about last week when you had my man, Alexander Gustafson, this Saturday, lose to Anthony Smith by submission. Now, I tell everyone, this proves something real big to me about Anthony Smith. It showed me that Anthony Smith not only is a vet, but had every reason to be in that title fight with John Jones. Like, every reason. Like, man, that was a good fight. It was a good fight. He, you know saying, used his timing and used his actual, I feel like, just experience to see that Gustin was trying to take him down multiple times and then had a, just a good sprawl on the next takedown he went for it, knowing that he has way better grappling skills. Then Gustin, man, took his back and man, choked him out. It was very impressive. Like, very impressive. And I definitely want to see the future for Anthony Smith because I was getting a little bit tired of Gus. I'm not going to lie. I was getting a little bit tired of Gus. He was like the gatekeeper. I was getting tired of him, like, just kind of being there at this, like, number two spot, but just couldn't be the champ. It was just, it was kind of weirding me out. So, I mean, but also, I got to see, like, what's in the future for Gus. Because I feel like Gus goes on tears, and then it's like he just loses a random fight, like right, like a, a title fight or, or like a number one contention fight. It just it's always something that like kind of you know randomly happens to Gustafson. So I kind of want to see what's going to happen with him. I also got to see what implications this has for Anthony Smith. Because let's say John, well, John's most likely going to beat Tiago. I mean, you know, a lot of crazy stuff has been happening in the UFC, but I still think I have my money on John. Debbie still have my money on John. So let's say John wins and, you know, we're going to look for another contender. Does Anthony Smith get another shot? Or we're we just going to look at the next best thing, what's going on. So, you know, also Luke Rock holds in light heavyweight now. So there's good implications for that, even though his chin is a little bit small. So we're going to see how that works out. We're definitely going to see how that works out. Because there's some killers at 205 and they hit harder. So who really knows? But. I see this next UFC to be, like, amazing. Oh, also, let's talk about Anthony Joshua getting washed by Ruiz. Now, the reason why I'm even bringing this up and even talking about this is because I want to talk about weight classes. Notice how, you know, I've, I've, that's been a little bit of theme, a rock hole moving up a weight class. So, the thing about it is Anthony Joshua had to move down a weight. And cutting weight sometimes is really harsh on people. It's really harsh. Not giving excuses. He should have came to win and came to fight most definitely but it's still science behind this and it's still reasons behind things so one of the biggest things is is he cut a lot of weight and weight cuts like that sometimes do you know mess you up when you get in the ring especially at heavyweight because the people are still hitting hard as hell and you cut a lot of weight and maybe cut some of your punching power off and Ruiz was still moving at a good speed because he was used to that weight you know what I'm saying so he made up for the fact that, like, what's name cut some weight, so it was kind of, like, you know, muscular and physically better. The fact that, like, he still had 
good speed and power. So, Athlete Joshua, you know, I, I still encourage you, you know, for going in there fighting, you know what I'm saying, and doing your best. I mean, like, hey, you know, you can't win every single fight. There's not too many fighters I know, like, with their literally entire career, other than Floyd Mayweather, undefeated. So, it's like, hey, it is what it is. You'll be back in there, you know. But, you know, I think the Wilder fight definitely is going to have to wait. Definitely is going to probably take some time. I feel like, you know, you should take some time off, get your body together, figure out, you know, kind of what you want to do with the weight that you want to be at, and, you know, jump back into the game and kill it. Now, let's get to UFC 238, people. I've been talking about this. Because it has big implications on later on what's going to happen in UFC and definitely going into UFC 239. So, first of all, Henry Cejudo is working on being one of the greatest already bantamweights of all time. So, it's crazy. And I know people, most of the time I tell everyone, like, you know, once you try to hit that greatest of all time, kind of like moniker of most people, I, I shut it. I'm like, hey, man, just throw that away. They're not ready. They're not having enough experience. But every Cejudo is somebody who I've seen do amazing things, and I see a amazing future, especially if he, def- like, wins the Bantamweight title and defends it. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, there's not too many things I can, like, take away from the man of his confidence of what he's done. So, I really want to see is Henry Cejudo going to come in here and prove to the world that not only is he a champ champ, because to me he's a champ champ. Like, like he beat Dillashaw fair and square. Luckily for Dillashaw, it wasn't for his belt. And beat the man while he was on steroids. So, he's amazing. So, I really want to see if he gets this belt. To me, he's a champ champ now. And he's definitely going to get that moniker greatest of all time at Bantamweight. Like, he definitely can. You know, not taking away from, um, not taking away from Henry Burrell. I'm definitely not taking away from Burrell. Burrell had an amazing career. But looking forward, would Henry beat Burrell? Like, because he beat the guy who beat him, even when he was on steroids. So I really got to see. I just really got to see. Like, I'm mad because Burrell didn't fight anymore, but it's one of those things where, like, I would love to see him fight. Like, I would love to see him still fight and see what's going on. But that's another career that Dirty Dillashaw messed up with his... Oh, my God. I can't stand that guy. Like, I really can't stand T.J. Dillashaw. Because he was really making me a fan. I really believed in him. And for him to just crush my face like that, I feel like it's disgusting. And I'm done with him. I I, I threw T.J. Dillashaw away. I don't feel like he should fight anymore. At all. Messed up multiple careers. Messed up his career. Uh, You know, made a lot of people lose faith. And mixed martial arts. You know, it's bad enough. Like, you know, we had the controversy with John and all other stuff. Rizzo. So, for him to just do that, just, you know, was a real damper on the sport itself. And a real damper on my belief, you know, in him as a fighter. And as a man. Straight up as a man. Like, come on, bro. Like, you doing all this stuff. You know, going on multiple shows, telling people how clean you are and all this. And then you do that. Disgusting. Totally. So... Let's just jump into also the implications with this female bout at flyweight with Shevchenko. I mean, bruh, like, first of all, I want to once again commend Dana White for making these female title fights. Because, bruh, I can't wait for any of them. They're all amazing. We saw what happened with Thug Rose, you know, getting slammed in the back of her dome. We definitely going to see what happens with Shevchenko. I feel like she pulls out a knockout. Because I don't feel like she's playing anymore. I feel like she needs something significant. To, you know, show people that she's a true champion. And Amanda, oh, God, Amanda. 
gonna be on the same card as John again. And she's gonna be fighting Holly. I can ask for more. I definitely can ask for more. Like real life. Oh, other than the Amanda Nunez and Cyborg rematch, which I hope to God happens later on this year. Like, please, Dana, make that fight. Please to God make that fight. Because if Amanda can beat Holly and beat Cyborg again, she's the greatest female fighter of all time. Hands down. Nothing I can say. Like, it's nothing. It's period. Point blank. Because she goes in there and puts hands on these females. Be on their bumper. She's not playing. It's throwing all good hands. You know what I'm saying? So, that's like my new, like, 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 favorite. You know, it's, it's, I mean, those was that she was for a while. You know what I'm saying? Because when, even when she was outside the UFC. But seeing her, like, beat my favorite female fighter of all time. And be cyborg. How can you put her down? Like, what can, more can you say? So, once again, people, UFC 238 happening on Saturday. I need you guys to go and watch that. Go get that. You're going to be seeing, like, Hall of Famers and, and GOATs in this matchup. And then it's leading up to the biggest hype train of the year to me, UFC 239 and International Fight Week. Man, I'm just saying, like, the hype train is here. It is here and it got two stops so far this year, 238 and 239. Go check it out. And then, like, the crazy thing about 239 is that, like, it was going to have, like, the greatest, greatest fights. Like, for some reason, like, I think, like, Nganu was even supposed to fight. But, like, his fight with Dos Santos got canceled, which is crazy. Because it was, like, big implications for heavyweight. Then, like, you got Luke Rockhold fighting at 205. Then you also have um, the Shevchenko fight. I mean, not the Shevchenko, the uh, Amanda Nunes fight. It's like it's crazy. Like 239, 238. Got T Ferg versus Cerrone in 238. Like, man, these next two pay per views are going to be off the chain. I even think like Jorge Masvidal is fighting been asking. I mean, like, it's all the fights that I've kind of been asking for and some of my new favorites fighting as well. So, once again, people, I need you to go out there. And definitely show those blessings. Get those blessings out. That's the one way that I can guarantee that you will be blessed in your life. Do not hesitate to show love. Show love, people. You know, there's people going through things right now. There's people who need that uplifting. Definitely need that encouragement. You know what I'm saying? To progress forward and move to the next step in their life. Or just, you know, get some of the anxiety off them and just feel a little bit happy, man. So show that love. Please, people. Please. For me. And as always, I want to thank anybody who supports me as well. You know, for in the show, I want to definitely throw out that thank you for all the support that all people have been giving me. You know, anyone who tunes in. Also, anyone who wants to sit there and actually uh, subscribe as well. You know, I would greatly appreciate any subscribers. You know, once again, like I said, I'm trying to make the show the best show it's ever going to be. I'm definitely going to make enhancements, improvements every single time. So, you know, once again, big, big thanks to everybody. And as always, people, have sweet dreams.